The Club Championship Show on OTB Sports. Brilliant game of hurling, edge your seat stuff, Tony Kelly, masterclass from start to finish. To win a Connacht Senior Championship is uh, it's special. The Club Championship Show. Subscribe to the GEA podcast feed on the OTB Sports app now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I think we have uh, Maliki Rock on the line, the uh, Ulster club winning now manager with Glenn. Morning, Maliki, how are things? Morning, Shane. How are you? How are you getting on? It's, uh, I'm sure it's been a busy week. Probably have your players sound like I do with the, the voice in absolute bits. It's uh, not a bad achievement. Ah, yeah, no, it's it great, you know, a great achievement. And um, I suppose the whole thing has happened so quick as well, you know, and the, the, the club won the first Derry Championship ever in their history last year. So there's great emotion with that. And then I suppose this year to follow it up. And then so suddenly then to, to win Ulster as well. It, it, uh, I suppose it's just a bit of a roller coaster at the minute. And uh, it's something that, uh, you know, haven't been used to for a wee while. And uh, so now it's, it's been brilliant. And to see, I suppose, to see the joy on everybody's faces and how much it does for the community and, and, and that sort of thing, is, that's, that's what it's all about. I think the, um, wasn't it 2004 yourself with the loop up in Derry winning the Ulster Club and hard to believe you went on then in the semi-final again to play a Galway opposition in Caltra. It's kind of coming back around again. It's almost like the, the, the stars have aligned uh, playing playing Moy Cullen in the, in the semi-final. So it's, a, it's all a bit bizarre, I'm sure, for you. Yeah, yeah, it, and does it look at it, it? It it seems a long time ago, and yet it seems like yesterday as well. And yes, it's, it's strange the way it, it turned out, you know. And, and that time, obviously, Calter got the better of us. And um, look at we're we're under no illusions this time as well. And that Mike Cullen are a seriously strong outfit, and you know they've had a lot of representatives on the the Gala panel. And uh, but look at I suppose every team's in the exactly the same boat. It, it, it's a, a great opportunity to, to try and get through to an All Ireland final, and, and everybody will be in the same frame of mind. And uh, suppose we're no different. You, um, I said this on the show the other day, Maliki. You, you, you won't have seen this, but um, I, was, I was I was going on about how you, everything you, you seem to touch uh, turns to gold. No matter what team you, you show up with, whether they've uh, won a county title before or not, won a provincial title before or not, there's just something in that. You, you seem to you seem to strike gold everywhere you go. Yeah, yeah, I, I did hear that, Shane. To be honest with you, and uh, I was I was uh, thinking the, the morning men won't let you down. <laughs> <laughs> you can send me the twenty. And, uh, and, then, and then I started to think, do I owe him money or something? <laughs> but no. Um, no, look at it's just you know it's, it's it's a matter of you know everywhere I've gone I've been very lucky in many ways and that you know I've, I've I've inherited teams who are very hungry to achieve success um you know everybody rode in behind it everybody got invested in it and again very lucky that that um, everybody involved in the whole setup you know was a, of the same uh, <clears throat> frame of mind and and have have no work really hard and look at us it's no different in 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 um, Glen at the minute you know right from the the day we went in the the club have have been so so progressive so ambitious um you know anything we've asked they've, they've been more than happy to help us out with you know and and again you know obviously Ryan Porter's with me again and Ryan's a, a massive help uh, um and and uh, you know a massive uh, person to have on the, on the backroom team with his, with his knowledge of of coaching with his knowledge of of training and everything else and with Johnny Bradley Mickey McCullough there as well so it's very much a a, a combined a collective effort you know and um, once you get that going in any club or any team you 
Dave Wallace got a really good chance. And but most of all, obviously, it's it's the players who've who've bought in completely and and uh, you know they've they've done the business when it's been asked of them. What do you do to try and get people on side early on? What's the first thing that you do when you go in somewhere? I mean, obviously, you know, you need to know and get to know the players. But what's the first thing that you ask of them? that gets them thinking, yeah, actually, you know what, um, we're, we're at it here and, and I'm going to commit the way I need to commit. Um, I suppose that you want to try and, and give them some sort of a vision that, that, that they can achieve if, if they do everything that you're asking of them. You know, so you want to paint some sort of a picture that that they feel that, that, that is worth uh, committing themselves to and, and, and committing a lot of their lives to training and everything else, you know, and... And I suppose then after that, it's, it's, it's just a matter of, of um, improving every aspect of, of, of preparation, of play, of, of, of training and everything else, you know. And, uh, and again, I suppose it's that togetherness more than anything, you know. It's, it's, it's you know, no team is going to win anything, you know, if, 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 if people aren't playing as a team and aren't committing to each other and all that. So it's just, it's just, I suppose that's, that's the main thing. It's, it's, it's just getting that togetherness and, and, uh, and again, it has to be enjoyable as well. The, you know, the boys, if they're going to spend that much time in each other's company, they, they certainly want to be enjoying it. They want to enjoy the environment. So it's, I don't think it's, it's, it, I suppose there's no silver bullet. It's, it's a matter of a lot of different percentages and, uh, and then, as the thing goes on, I suppose you, you, as you overcome more hurdles, you can you can um, reinforce those areas. And uh, so, you know, I, as I say, I don't think there's one thing, but uh, you know, it, it just builds momentum as time goes on. Shane was telling me before he uh, before we came on, we was doing research. Um, you're talking there about the soft skills of like making sure that uh, the the company is good and that, that the people are striving to be the best they can be. But the the harder skills of like the drills and the sports. Side you were saying, Shane, um, 1989, the sports science goes back to... Yeah, your, your, your thesis into Mary's Malachy. Yeah, that's right. I was actually very lucky in that, and that... Um um, you know, the, just uh, Jim McKeever was the the lecturer at the time, the the legendary Jim McKeever, and um, he, he, you know, lucky enough, he he asked me to get involved in this particular one, and it was looking at the uh, the VO two max capability of of players, and we did a lot of fitness testing, and, and Craig Mahoney, who who was a a sports psychologist and I suppose a performance analyst, an Australian guy who was involved with Derry. I think certainly around that time and when they won the All Ireland he was there um, he, he he got me involved in that and I certainly found out a lot of information that that, that I wouldn't have been privy to that I would, it wouldn't have, have found out only that I got involved in that and, and to be honest I was ignorant of a lot of it and, and uh, but it was, I, was, I was just blessed to be you know to, to, to be able to tap into Craig's knowledge and everybody else and, and uh, there was a lot of county players at that time in, on the Sigerson panel and, and they were all involved in, in doing the fitness testing so uh, you know you learn a lot from it and uh, look at I'm, I'm not saying that it, it, it it's something that I, I fall back on at the time and, and, and first admit that it, it's it's Ryan who 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 takes charge of all that the, the the condition side of things and he's an expert in that and he's he uh, he knows exactly what's 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 going on in that area so I I, I I really stand and, and, and watch him a lot, you know. But uh, no, at, at that stage, it, it certainly was a very progressive thing to be involved in, and just thankful that, that, that I was given that opportunity. When you talking then about the uh, enjoyment, if it's backed up with science, I think it, it brings credibility very early on. Not, not obviously, you have credibility now with the incredible CV you put together. But the other thing that, that's changed is that players' expectations have gone through the roof. Um, I keep talking about this, but in Arthur James O'Dee's book about Limerick. 
there's a brilliant chapter on the academy system that they set up and one of their ambitions was that when the kids were coming in to Limerick the quality of coaching was so high that they'd be like wow this is amazing and and, and it turns out that like uh, younger generations expect things to be brilliant they have a much higher um, ceiling on their expectations than, than previous generations who would have been like okay this is just what we're going to do because we always did it now they're like questioning stuff and they've got access to all the best stuff around the world so you have to keep evolving and changing I suspect yeah, that's that's true, and 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 just as you say, I think society has changed, and there's a lot easier access to information and all that. But I think as well, there's probably more more young lads who are going on. You know, up here in 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 Ulster, the the McCrory Cup is very strong. So, you know, they're going through that system, and the coaching there is at a very high level, and 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 they're being subjected to that. Then they're going on to third level education. And as well, the, the the standards they're they're meeting there is very high. So when they do come back to, to clubs or into into county setups, their their expectations are very high. And I suppose you you have to match that. Um, and uh, you know, I suppose that when you are asking fellas to invest as much time and to be involved, and mm-hmm. in, you can you can understand that if if they feel that this this is <laughs> a wee bit below standard and it's not up to the standard, you know, we expect then you know they're not going to do that. The other big thing that I have noticed as well is even, you know, even from 10, 15 years ago, when I started getting involved in inter-county football, the level of fitness that boys are coming into already into the club setup, like, you know, is is unbelievable. Whereas back then you would have had the start, I suppose, doing um, strength work in the gym. Now the boys are coming in, they've already done a lot of that, you know, and, and, and really it's got to the stage where most of those players are coming in know that if they haven't already got that level, they're going to be left behind and, and and they don't want that happen so definitely the the condition of players is, is much greater and 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 probably again it's, it's it's maybe the way society has changed there's a lot more of that culture of keeping yourself fit and in good shape and going to the gym and that sort of thing so probably that all helps as well it's funny um it all kind of comes back to to player retention as well Malachi. like it struck me when you were a model manager you know, nobody was leaving the panel for traveling or for for whatever else Connor glass you know comes home two years ago gives up his four-year AFL career. So that's important as well, I guess, to have the players on board. Yeah, it is definitely. And I suppose, like um, every every team, the hardest aim to keep fellas on board is is when they're not getting on, when things aren't going well for them personally and that sort of thing. Uh, but no, been very lucky, you know, with Mon and, and, and obviously again with the club. And the, uh, I think the, the, the big thing there, again, just having a little bit of trouble with that line. We'll come back to that, though. We'll um, take him off and redial him just to make sure that we can get back to it because it's uh, an opportunity to pick a giant brain and try and learn some stuff ourselves. So it's always great. Yeah, unreal. Like just a, and I know he, he often credits the backroom team and they deserve credit. Ryan Porter and Leo Dropsy McBride as well was in with Monaghan. But like, just the fact that he was doing a thesis on that in 89, that's why I said it to you before the show, is like, that is ahead of the curve, do you know? Seems like well, how many years ago? Like that's r- remarkable that he was thinking that far ahead. But uh, yeah, just a, a remarkable footballing brain. Okay, we've got we've got Malachi Rock back. Hopefully that the line stays still. Uh, Malachi, just to, to go on to, to compare and contrast the difference between uh, club and county. Um, is it different in your head in any way? Like what, what, apart from the demands on your time, like what are the differences? Um, I suppose. Uh, well, I was going to say. The, the the media attention is probably greater at, at, at county level, but although now I suppose with the split season that has changed a wee bit as well. 
definitely what I've noticed is that this season with the club season is, is 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 very long because I know that we started we finished last year on the ninth I think it was the eighteenth of December. Um, and we started again in March, and that was probably the latest we could start because Ryan wanted to make sure that the boys had a, had a you know a, at least a four to six week run in before they started playing competitive games again in the league. So, and we've gone through now again, and it's it's mid December, and we're still going. So it's it's a really long season, and I, I suppose that brings us challenges again, and and I suppose that's that's where again you know um, being able to to gauge the training again. I'm just going to reference Ryan and that you know and that. Um, it's it's a very hard thing to do if you start in in mid March. It's very easy, you know, that this time of year to have players blunted, to have players who are who are fatigued mentally, physically, whatever you want. So it's a skill that's a, a massive skill as well. You know, having uh, players still fresh, still still uh, rare to go at this time of year, and look at that's obviously a, a talent he's got, and um, it's it's you know that, that's very important. But there's there's no doubt that the season now with with uh, with the club is is actually longer than the, the inter-county season in, in most cases. Yeah, the, uh, the kind of law of unintended consequences um, Yeah, maybe needs to be looked at a little bit to, to make it a little... To, and yeah, well, that, I, I know I did mention that last week and, and just with, with the, the county players, I know, and it was you know, a number of the players with ourselves, and I was just, I was just making the, the example of Connor Glass, and Connor has been with Derry, you know, and started, I suppose, a couple of years ago, and... Um, went through a full campaign with Derry, then came into the club, you know, we got a, a week or two break, came, came in with the club, went through right through till, till the, whatever it was, the 18th of December last year, more or less got a, got a short break back into to Derry, went right through again into July. We gave him a couple of weeks break then, at that time came back to the club, and now he's gone on to, into December again, and, and and still is going on, and then he's obviously going back into Derry. So any of the any of the players who who are playing at that level, at, at you know who, who are been successful at county level and club level, it's re- it it is really tough on them, and and you know I don't think he can sustain that. So it, again, it's it's an area that probably does have to be looked at and see in what way you can manage it to to, to give everybody a, a you know a, a I suppose a, a sustainable career, and, and um, you know, obviously that that balance between between playing sport at a, at a high level and, and having a life as well. Yeah, totally. And uh, like, it's it's important that these conversations are had because uh, largely it feels like the split season has been a success in in many different aspects. But if there are areas that it's easy to tweak, we should just continue to tweak them. And sometimes there's a, a reluctance um, when it comes to particularly the fixtures and uh, and the calendar to have conversations about it because a lot of stuff um, people are very territorial over it can I just ask you then about your own like your own future I know obviously you're in the middle of a job at the moment and, and that's not finished and um, like do you want to get back into county at some point um, look, I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I, I don't because look, to be honest with you, I love the challenge of of uh, being involved with teams at any level, and and you know when, when teams are invested in it and, and are ambitious to, to to work hard and try to achieve things. That that's that's where all the, the enjoyment comes from, you know. But uh, and, and 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 to be honest again, I have to say, I'd be, be really appreciative of anybody coming and ask me to to get involved, you know. So I, I don't take that lightly for a minute. Um, 
um, just having said that at the minute I'm, I'm more than happy where I am you know the, the, the it's a brilliant club um, the, the boys have committed fully they, they're really enjoying the journey and, and uh, I suppose at this stage all we're focused on as I said before is is, is what is maybe three weeks time usually you know when, before an All-Ireland club semi-final it used to be that you'd maybe six weeks to prepare after Christmas at this stage we've probably have three weeks to prepare for it so uh, you know we, we just can't take our eyes off that and as far as we're concerned we've, we've one game left in that competition um, so uh, that's all I'm thinking of at the minute you know but to answer your question to start look it's, it's something that I wouldn't rule out because I, I really enjoy being involved at, at, you know with, with teams who uh, say who want to be competitive I suppose invariably your, your name was linked with <clears throat> with different jobs you know me and, and Donegal perhaps when, when, they, when they cropped up Clearly, you were, you were heavily involved with Glenn at the time. So did it get to a conversation stage at any point with, with counties, or was it just you're too busy? No, well, look, it didn't didn't go to any major uh, stage, and obviously, I don't, I don't want you know all this. You know, when you talk to people like that, you, you do in, in confidence. So, look, at I, I did speak to a couple of people, you know, but but it didn't go any further because I, I was I was I was committed to to Glenn, and I just felt that. I, 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 to me, and at this stage, and 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 seeing where we've we've gone to, it's very hard to do both. And you know, I felt I wouldn't be doing justice to to Glenn, to, to you know, to to even say, oh, I take a job and we'll we'll finish out the year running as I didn't want to do that, and that has proven the case. You know, it, it is has allowed you know us all to to focus completely on the club and to put all our efforts into that, mm-hmm. and and just you know to to see the rewards we got last Sunday. You know, it was brilliant, and uh, so you know, it, I, I think it's it's uh, you know you you'd have to do one or the other, and at the minute I'm, I'm more than happy doing what I am. I suppose from um, neutral perspectives, you love to see rivalries, especially in the Ulster Club Championship. But um, Conor Glass had a, an interesting chat with her own Ashley O'Reilly after the match, where he's, you know, he's hinting that it wasn't all sunshine and roses on the pitch between uh, yourselves and the, and the Kilku boys. Like clearly, it's there, there's a bit of a, a sting to that rivalry, Malachy. Yeah, well, um, to be honest, I haven't been chatting Conor obviously, you know, since much, but. Um, um, you know, in, in those games, there is always, you know, there's a lot of intensity, you know, that it's, it's, um, this tough going out there and there's a lot of physical battles all around the field, you know, and I suppose that's what, what makes the game in many ways as well. The, the only thing, as Connor referenced, you know, there is there is a case sometimes of, of going over the line and, and you never want to see that happen. I'm not, I'm not suggesting anything. I, I don't, I don't know what happened. But look at it. It's it's uh, uh, you know it, it, it's it's great. It, it was a really competitive game. Kilku have been the standard bearers for 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 everybody this last couple of years. They're all island champions. They weren't going to go down without a fight, you know. And and we always knew it was going to be a, a tough physical battle. And uh, that's that's the way it proved. Uh, it's a bit like the NFL season, where the at the end of the year you look back at the Super Bowl champions and it's glorious sunshine and hot. And at the end of the year, it's absolutely freezing cold. Uh, does that have an impact on your style of play and how it has to change depending on what the conditions are like? Or is your game your game and you're going to play it irrespective of what the conditions are? No, I think it does because, you know, the way, just exactly as you're saying, Jerry, you know, in, in the middle of summer, 
you know, we're, we're training and the, and the ball is bouncing and, and, and the, you know, the speed of movement and, and the way you're playing the game, it, you know, it, you know, it is completely different than later on in the year. And, and, you know, we often say that, you know, that we're hoping to be playing later on in the year. And if we are, we have to realise that, the, you know, the conditions are going to be completely different and you have to, definitely you have to modify your game to a degree. And, and But even simple things like, you know, the way in, in, in the in the summertime, you're receiving the ball and you're taking it out, you know, putting your two hands out in front of you and, and, and taking the ball and moving on. Whereas in, in wintertime, it's about, holding on to possession, making sure you get your body behind it. Every wee mistake is magnified because if the fist pass doesn't go exactly to where you wanted to go, there's a good chance that it'll slip out of somebody's hands and that sort of thing. Uh, even, I suppose, in, in the in the really colder weather, seems to me that the ball doesn't travel as far and things like that there. So, no, there's no doubt you have to you have to change your, your style of play a wee bit and also just, just all the skills of the game and, and, and has to have to change a wee bit as well. So it definitely it definitely brings a different challenge. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? It's like you're actually you're playing two totally different games. Yeah, and that again, that's the that's the thing that you you wonder about as well, you know, and, and certainly because the club football is, you know, it, you know, during the summertime, it's 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 when the weather is so good, you know, that's the time you would like to play the games. Whereas, you know, you're you're going then in the in the dead of winter, and and particularly, you know, never mind the cold and, and, and the the rain, but when it's when it's a really windy day and it comes to nearly that it's the wind is such a big factor in the game, you're often wondering, look, if this game was played in the middle of, of summer, it could be a completely different outcome and, and different players would be starring and so on. So it it does have a, a massive impact on, on, on the way the game has been played and, and, and maybe even on the result of it. But look at this, most just the, the, the club players realize that if if you if you want to have be successful and you want to have a good run there's a good chance you will be playing in the winter and you have to be prepared for that. Yeah. I, I, to go back to that enjoyment piece and tie it all together, the, the game certainly seems over recent years to be less defensive than it was for a period of time, um, you know, after Donegal came and uh, and did what they did, but, like, they weren't the ones who invented that. There was, like, lots of teams who had been doing it. They just took it, they perfected it. That might be the correct way of, of phrasing that. Um, are you finding that the players are also demanding that the game plan is creative and allows the best players to do it or are they happy enough to go well at certain stages of the tournament especially the one you're in now it's really about winning at this point I think really yeah that that is the way at, at most levels I certainly have never in my experience really had had, had players come and saying look we want to be really expansive here you know we, we want to play a certain style of football you know, you, every team, I suppose, looks at exactly what they have, and then they try to set up accordingly to, to play to your strengths. Um, but uh, and and you know, it's 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 it's, look, it's a it's a wider debate, I suppose. But um, you know, the game last Sunday was it, it finished up a low score and enough game. But anybody, certainly anybody who I've I've talked to who was at the game thought it was a really brilliant game. There was so much going on. It was so intense. Uh, there, was, there was so many good skills and good passes to play in it, you know. But and you know, a more expansive game, you know, and, and a different type of game might end up, you know, three twenty to three eighteen. But is that is that going to be more entertaining? So it's it's I suppose it's that it's that question whether you're looking a more entertaining game or are you looking a, a competitive game? And I suppose that's the. 
Hey, that's that's a that's a, a question for another day. But uh, it's 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 hard to know. It's suppose it's different people have different views on it. Marky, great stuff. Congratulations on a great season so far, and long may it continue. Thanks very much, Chair. Enjoy the Christmas. Thanks a million. Lovely. Thanks. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.